Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Why Do I Care? I'm your host, Toby Favalora, and today we will be talking about Elon Musk buying Twitter and what that means for kind of the political climate as long with just cultural elements and what type of role does Twitter play in the world that we have today. So without further ado, let's get to it. Hello. So um, if anyone here listened to last week's episode, I was indeed on vacation, so I had a fun just little mailbag episode. I am back, meaning that we're going to dive into more important issues than just my humble opinions about various things. You guys should listen to that episode and you should listen to many other episodes that we have because there are so many good episodes here. Also, quick kind of reminder, you should go to the website whydoicarepod.com. You should subscribe to our my newsletter. Um, I sent one out last night or today. Um, and depending on when you're listening this, to this, um, you can find merch there. You can find links. I updated the How Do I Care section with a whole bunch of links given to me about how you can help with the uh, just like immigration and all the things from the fantastic interview I had to fill. You guys should check that out too. I have some pretty exciting news coming up for the future, but we're going to keep that hush hush. And remember, we have a new goal to try to hit uh, 50 listeners per episode so everyone here sharing the podcast as much as they can getting people to listen that will go a long long way so now it's time to talk about twitter and elon musk um i'm not gonna lie a while ago i kind of thought this was a bit of a joke elon musk legitimately buying twitter because i'm not sure how many people here are on twitter because twitter is not as popular as people make it out to seem so before we really get into it, I think it's just important to say that Twitter is not as popular as Facebook, it is not as popular as Instagram, it's really not that popular. But what it is popular with are politicians. It is the how politics run and work, right? So the people making the decisions use this app. And that's why it's so important, because it's not really about the amount of people that use it. It's about who uses it. The people that use it are people that have power to do incredible things. And we have seen this do so many things, right? Like the Me Too movement started on this. Um, Donald Trump became a candidate pretty much on Twitter. Marjorie Taylor Greene has made outrageous claims. Donald Trump has tried to overturn the the, uh, election and the government on Twitter. All these things have happened on Twitter and they kept compounding. And so Twitter is... Despite not having many people, it is very, very important because the people that make the decisions work there. That being said, Elon Musk, uh, the, the Tesla guy, SpaceX guy, crazy, crazy rich guy, that guy, he bought Elon, uh, he bought Twitter for forty-four million dollars. So he's make, bringing the company private. So what that means is that he is going to make the social media company Twitter is going to be private. So that means it gets taken off of the stock market. So he's going to pay for every share that somebody has, he's going to give them $54 and 20 cents. So it's, he's paying for the shares. He's kind of like buying forced to buy back the shares. So what that means is that the only person in charge is now Elon Musk. Elon Musk is now the only person in charge of a Twitter company, a social media company that almost all of the, powers in American and I guess you could say world government all collaborate and interact on. That is a lot of power. 
right? So if you're kind of thinking they're being like, okay, well, didn't they have a CEO before? Yeah, but because it because they they had shared they shareholders how the there was like an order of power before it would go the CEO would have to report to the board, and the board would have to report to the shareholders and the shareholder holder shareholders and everybody else really has to report to the SEC because that's how that's how that's how life works right the Securities and Exchange Commission SEC that they they kind of they re, re, um they make sure that stocks and everything are kind of traded fairly and legally and it's, it's a whole big legal process. But now it goes Elon. Elon's kind of at top. He is top dog. So why you're probably thinking, okay, well, why does this matter? It matters because this is a lot of power for one person to have, right? And you can probably say like, okay, well, he did make the money himself. First of all, in 2018, he paid $0 in taxes. And the way he got to start was through government subsidies and stuff i don't fully understand but he got his start with government money and he pays your tax in 2018 that's the guy we're talking about he has had a very very uh let's say controversial past he does and says things that should not be done said his humor is inappropriate he tweeted a picture of bill gates next to a pregnant in the pregnant man emoji his his jokes it's just, it's a lot of power for somebody to have especially somebody of this character let's say not to say that he isn't a genius he is a genius but it's in a different way this isn't rockets this is about person-to-person interactions and elon musk is not great at person-to-person interactions let's just say that so why do i care right like why why should you care if you're not on twitter well the reason you should care even if you're not on twitter is because joe biden is on twitter kamala harris is on twitter almost everyone in the senate is almost everyone in the houses everyone the other people on twitter make big policy decisions and that's why you should care and notably i left out one very big name donald john trump donald john trump is not on twitter but elon musk when buying twitter he said that he wants he wants to make it free speech he he's kind of been his entire spiel during this is oh free speech free speech free speech so he has vowed to relax some content restrictions, but that is bringing up fears of a rise of bullying and in misinformation and harassments, right? Because what he wants to do is he kind of wants like a laissez-faire approach and he's just like, you know what, you can do that and I'll just sit back. And that's going to be very, very harmful and damaging because now misinformation isn't going to be monitored. This is not to be said that misinformation was very well monitored before, but imagine how much more dangerous this could be. Imagine Donald Trump coming back and he can make as many outrageous claims as he wants. He can rile up his base because if Donald Trump gets back on the platform, which to be fair, Elon Musk says he does not want Donald Trump to do, but he also said he doesn't want to buy Twitter. So we saw how that happened. Donald Trump said that he doesn't want to go back on Twitter, but Donald Trump is a crazy, crazy liar who lies about almost everything he does in life. So... I'm pretty sure that if 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 Trump, there's a chance Trump gets back on Twitter. And that's very concerning because whatever Trump tweets, if we go back to 2016, what made Trump win the primary? I'm sure many of you guys are not following the 2016 Republican primary very closely. But what it was is that he dominated the news cycle. He would tweet something and all the news pieces would cover it. They would cover it. They would cover it. They would cover it. They would cover it. So that's how he gets in 
in the the minds of his his base. So now, if he gets Twitter, he goes back on Twitter and he can pe- uh, tweet some com- completely random, outrageous stuff. He can be like, "The election was stolen, and we had to storm the Capitol again." He could tweet that. He could legitimately tweet that. In Twitter, Elon Musk would not take it down. Misinformation is now spreading. This leads to the bigger question of, okay, well, to what extent should companies do to police misinformation, and to what extent should people be allowed to express their voice? And I'm going to get back to that after the ad break. Hi, welcome back. And before we get started, please note that this is core beliefs right here. So what I'm going to be saying is not necessarily completely factual, it's just my personal belief. And I'm hoping my beliefs kind of align with some other beliefs because they're not the most radical beliefs. But this is kind of what politics boils down to, just like complete and utter talks about beliefs and opinions. And this this is what what's important. This is what we should try to get back to. That being said, let's dive right into it. Whoever controls the news has a lot of power, right? Like this is why Jeff Bezos bought a newspaper, right? This is why, this is how uh, Stalin and Hitler were able to gain power. They were able to control the news. This is how um, China is managing to silence people with the Great Firewall. This is a very, very important issue in that i i am not saying that these people are as bad as hitler and stalin i am just saying that hitler and stalin controlled the news and that's how they could control the propaganda and now elon musk is in control in in charge of controlling the news so that's how much power he has i'm just stating how much power he has and the whole free speech argument is like free speech you're allowed to say what you want right which the twitter shouldn't really like be in charge of that Okay, well, to what extent should Twitter be in charge of it, right? It's like shouting fire in the crowded theater. Like, that's a whole free speech debate. But, like, you like you have the right to say what you want, but Twitter also has the right to put up a notice, put up a flag, say, hey, this isn't entirely true. And you can't get offended by that, right? Especially if what you're saying isn't true. So... Free speech is a very, very slippery slope. Free speech is something that has been debated since the the very beginning of the Bill of Rights, the very beginning of kind of our democracy. And I believe that everyone should have the right to speak their voice, right? Unless that voice is directly harming multiple, multiple people. Right? Like, I, if I say, oh, there's a fire, and everyone has to run and evacuate, that, that, that I, I, should get, I can get in trouble for that because my words affect people. If I threaten to beat up somebody, I, I think I should be held liable because my words impacted something. Right? And with Elon Musk kind of being like, uh, uh, wow, that was not English. That was like, that was my verbal attempt of doing the shrug emoji. Sorry. The, eh. That's a lot better. Like, if Elon Musk, like, eh, it's really gonna open the floodgates for a whole lot of misinformation and bullying and harassment and so many other things that we have seen. And you're probably like, okay, well, if so many people aren't on Twitter, why does this even matter? Because like I said before, the people on Twitter are the people making the decisions. That's why it matters. The reason that 
this has become such a big thing with the news and the media is because all those people are on, are on Twitter, but the average American is on Facebook. The average American is not on Twitter. So in order to sum this up, why do you care? Why do I care? The reason you care is because the most powerful people are on Twitter and the most powerful people should kind of be kept more in check about what they say so they can't do catastrophic things like Donald Trump did with a January 6th insurrection. They shouldn't be able to do what Marjorie Taylor Greene is doing by being a QAnon supporter and saying the Jewish space lasers and everything has to be kept kind of more in check and Elon Musk has said he is not going to do that. So that's kind of, we're nearing the end of our episode. So now just quick housekeeping notes. I sent out the email, quick summary of that email as I talked about the article about me that appeared in Veteran Citizen. Um, and I kind of talked about just like how we're close to hitting another milestone. And I have so many ideas, so many surprises planned for you guys. And in order for this to be kind of not not really worth it, but more possible is we I really think that we should hit the 50 listeners in episode mark and we're really close we're getting really close so if you guys can put us over the edge by sharing this by listening to it weekly by making sure everyone listens to it by making sure your friends listen to it by leaving good reviews by posting on your story by tweeting about it by putting on facebook by emailing it to people whatever you need if this gets spread I personally believe the world's going to be a better place. I'd not do this podcast because I want personal clout or I want personal fame or I want personal glory. I do this podcast because I believe that the message I am talking about and I'm spreading is fundamentally important for the future of democracy because we are the next generation of people. We are the ones that are going to be in the House. We are the ones that are going to be president of the United States. We are the ones that are going to sit on the Supreme Court. We are the ones that are going to have jobs, drive cars, buy bread, buy bacon, fight in wars, end wars, be the diplomats, be the construction workers, be the, the train driver people, be the Uber drivers, be the, the chefs of the future. We are the future. And if we do not stand up for what we think is right, if we are not educated for what we think are right, we are going to be forced to live in the consequences of the the, the decisions that are being made now. Because we cannot, we we are not able to vote right now. Some people can vote, but the vast majority of this listener, this listening audience, which is teens, cannot vote, right? Because you have to be over 18 to vote. But educating why you care means that when you are a voter, hopefully you will vote and hopefully we can make real change. Because what we've seen now is there's been no real change for climate action, for gun control, for immigration, for all of the issues that impact us in our day-to-day -day lives so, so greatly. And that's why I feel like this is such an important topic to share. This podcast is so important to share. It's not for clout fame. I know it sounds like BS when I say it, but I actually mean from the bottom of my heart. And um, as for other housekeeping notes, the prime, uh, the some primaries for the 2022 midterms are coming up there are some legislative bills that are passing um all over the the, the nation that's going to make voting harder to vote for certain communities and certain um people so really just read the news education the reason that the gop is trying to make it harder to learn about certain issues is because they know that they're fundamentally wrong. So if you can educate yourself through this podcast and through other information, 
ways that is how we're going to make real change. So that being said, thanks so much for listening. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day and I'll see you next week.